हेलो ऑडियंस मिट्टी के रंग ड्रिंक्स टू यू अ सीरीज ऑफ इंटरेक्टिव सेशंस ओवर जूम विद द हेल्प ऑफ विच वी एम टू ब्रिंग सोशल चेंज रिस्पॉन्सिबिलिटी अमंगस्ट यूथ एंड इंट्रोड्यूस यू टू पीपल फ्रॉम वेरियस डोमेन्स टू लेट्स यू फाइंड योर वाइब सो लेट्स डाइव इन टू इट वेलकम टू देंथ एपिसोड ऑफ इन कॉन्वर्सेशन विद टूडे वी हैव मिस्टर स्वापनिल Sir is an Indian entrepreneur based in Melbourne, the founder of Shopeywise. Through Shopeywise, he aims to uplift the Indian manufacturers, the SME sector to be particular, and help them sell globally. And just to mention, today is the one-year anniversary of Shopeywise. So let's dive in. Hello, sir. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing, Mishika? I'm great, sir. How's the lockdown treating you? Lockdown is uh, teaching us lot of a uh, lot of things, especially to be tough and basically be resilient and focus on things what we are doing and be ready for the new basically the opportunities to come. Right. So also congratulations for the first anniversary of Shopeywise. Thank you, Mishika. So sir, I I usually start the podcast with this question about asking the um, guest about their. school life and the childhood because you know i usually i'm very excited to hear about the childhood stories so can you tell us yeah. about that definitely because childhood life is always a crazy right and right. there's something interesting yeah so so uh, mishika so i'm from basically small town called kandar which is basically district of nanded in maharashtra state india where i born and brought up okay Uh, so 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 basically um, being basically this in small village guy i learned basically lot of things and the uh, s- small small things to uh, and the even the ch- childhood was pretty uh, interesting the uh, teacher was very kind and encouraging and uh, it was very great experience to be there uh, in that place uh, uh, and to understand basically your uh, uh, your basically the uh, Uh, the, the location where you basically born and brought up, uh, especially uh, about the school days. So my mother was basically school teacher. That is the reason. So school is basically being a part of our family. So we always love to go to school because it's not only basically uh, go for learning something, but to meet my mother and spend some more time with her. So so that's the reason it's very close for us as a school. Uh, so it's a really wonderful experience being a childhood in my town. So I still cherish those moments. So, what is that one childhood experience that you look back to? And if you if you could, you you just um, you just would love to revisit that time. What is that one experience particularly? Yeah. So you you know that in childhood, small small basically moments make you so much happy. You you think that you are the richest person in the world, right? Right. So so there the money doesn't matter, but the moments are very much valuable. So, so one of the moment which I will uh, always cherish that the happiness when the there is a last bell in a day of a school, okay, when there is basically indication that you are finally school finish. So that's happiness I still basically remember and I really love it. Right. So that's like the feeling of freedom for us. Yeah. True. <laughs> so, so uh, like we all have different ambitions when we are child, and which is. sometimes practical sometimes not so what was yours yes yeah, see, uh, see uh, since a childhood basically that time being a basically village guy there was only two option we used to basically 
told by our parents that there is either doctor or engineer we don't know any other option right so so with our interest over the period of time i thought that i should be best fit for it to become an engineer because we can do something new for the society for the good and that is how basically to became the engineer that became my basically the dream and i pursued it Okay. So, where did you uh, do your college from? Yeah, so I, I I basically completed my postgraduate engineering from Government College of Engineering, Aurangabad. It's one of the best college in Maharashtra state where I completed my basically postgraduation engineering. So, where basically I really learned how to basically uh, love your technology, do the extreme programming. I think that is where basically I learned a lot of things due to the very experienced and knowledgeable professors and I should basically thank them from bottom of my heart whatever I'm here due to them only. Okay so um, what were your plans after college and how did you end up in Melbourne? Yeah so it was a very interesting journey you know um, basically when I completed my college degree then i was just thinking to do something which is basically people should know about it right so there was a uh, from day one there was always my thought process is that you should always add a value and money will be the sub product it will automatically you no need to really worry about it. so i was always trying to do something but somehow i was not getting the kick you know so 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 basically when i came from aurangabad to pune which is considered to be the city of the knowledge city of education so there i got the lot of opportunity and, and and basically i got the break in one of the software organization where basically that was my first uh, experience to see the world from the software technology and the people how i interact uh, and and basically from there basically i i thought that let's see the other side of the world how it look like how they have the culture how they think okay and that is how basically i decided to go to uh, to to basically uh, to the uh, to the country where i can learn something so that is how journey started and um, basically uh, I, i i got the basically permanent residential visa in australia and that is how i landed in australia i started my career over there i was there for 10 years i learned a lot beautiful country a uh, lot of opportunity i got it lot of learnings i have and from from there actually my real entrepreneurship journey started so so considering you um, hail from a town in uh, maharashtra so sir kuch aisa kabhi pressure tha ke you have to make it big no not really because uh, there was no pressure that was i think is a problem because see uh, being from small middle class family there was always intention that okay you should have basically good salary good house okay and as good as you are happy and as good as you are paying your wages uh, your emi should be okay you are happy person right so i, I came from that background so really there, there was no intention to be something big something interesting so 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 but what happened that when i basically grown up and i always uh, want to do something then it's basically i didn't know that this is called entrepreneurship okay so i just basically started something always to make me comfortable make me happy and i started with the small small businesses from my uh, like uh, uh, childhood and then colleges creating the inverters for the college students in the hostel because there, that time there used to be a lot of load shedding right so that time basically i got the habit like to solve the people's problem and i want to see that happiness on their face right 
so 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 that is how basically that passion basically develop into the one journey called the entrepreneurship journey which i call right uh, and and that is how basically uh, I, i basically end up into this journey okay, so somewhere the entrepreneur was always there in you yes the, i think i think now i think that it is always there it was instinct just i didn't realize it but later i thought that okay this is called entrepreneurship so sir talking about entrepreneurship so how was the entrepreneurial setup back then in terms of ease of doing business getting financing yeah see uh, when i started actually real my business after completing my engineering so i started to do this our all this uh, to building the electronics inverter to solve the people's load shedding problem especially for the college students college hostel my friends they were basically struggling due to this load shedding so i have built my own inverters and i used to basically try to sell to the students and everything right so that time i i, I struggle a lot basically to get the sufficient information itself reliable information it's for the challenge right uh, so so things was developing but not very much uh, mature enough that where i will get all the information handy so basically ease of doing the business was not definitely good and at the same time being we are basically just a started small venture it was very difficult that even the banks was not entertaining us to give any type of fund because for fund required mortgage and we as a student we don't have any mortgage so they said go away we don't have anything so so that's how i said that okay then there there is this is a very looks like very big problem for entrepreneur who want to start something but there is no basically the standard way or the easy way to do the business as well as to get the funds and i think still that problem is still exist today also because there is huge room for get the funding easily at the same time to do the business easily so and i think that that gap has to fill ha so sir i also read in one of the articles which was describing shopee wise and you it said that you are really fascinated by um, the capability of indian manufacturers and even though the capability exists we are still importing a lot of raw products from china so so how do you think china has been successful in creating a monopoly yeah, i think there are basically many reasons to it but the main reason was the uh, in the late 90s there was a wave called as the globalization wave china took the good opportunity of that wave and over the period of time they built the better logistic better infrastructure government has given a lot of subsidy for the export they have the definitely cheap labor and they they have the basically with the poor quality material they have make the available the goods in the cheap prices but at the same time they have the global technology platform also to reach their product easily globally mm-hmm. okay so those all these basically factors added and combined and and then it becomes very easy to reach chinese product easily globally so that people can purchase it right and and over the period of time then china became the key player in providing the manufactured goods to the world but now the situation is changing drastically lot of countries are developing lot uh, more interestingly india has been improved a lot dramatically in terms of infrastructure in terms of technology the way government is supporting the make in india initiatives all this healthy environment is creating helping indian entrepreneur to build something which is scalable scalable or robust and can reach to the global audience to help the people serve the globe and i think that is basically better opportunity for india also to do something for the betterment of our own country 
so um, i was reading a few days ago in a report which said india being the pharmacy of the world has a massive potential to expand in times like these where we are exporting lakhs and thousands of medicines to the world but the uh, raw products of the medicines the raw products come from china so china is a key player in um, determining the success of the country so how how do you think we can find opportunities in times like these for example we are struggling right now how do you think yeah. we can make opportunity yeah so so uh, definitely always where there is a problem there is always a opportunity so so uh, so so china is basically became the monopoly and dependency for many of the countries yeah. right not only the yeah so the most of the countries are trying to find out the alternate supply chain okay uh, than china right so as you said that yes definitely for medical uh, refined products including medicines we are basically very good in the world far better than china but only the constant is in the raw material right so basically we look for the alternative solution than the china there are many countries out there in the world and at the same time we also also huge potential to procure the raw material from our country itself it's just a matter of government to uh, the policy policy should be uh, helpful enough for people to grow up and people have to be self sufficient basically to help their own country in terms of providing the raw material right okay so um, sir talking about shopee wise where did you start and what was the vision behind the your entrepreneurship yeah it was very interesting you know that i left the country 10 years back and that time basically when i was living outside see when you are visiting any country and when you are living in the country both are very different things okay so when you are living that means you basically use each and every infrastructure in that country you try to basically consume most of the things day to day life right and then during that time basically thought process develop and when i realized that most of the things when i use okay either it's a cheaper or could be electronics or most most of the things are from china so there was always this question developed over the period of time for me that why indian products are basically not there you are no nowhere even we are the second largest economy in the world Absolutely. right even the our product is having huge potential that world can love but when i try to basically procure the some product from india then i realize that it is not easy lot of process over it no clear direction there is no streamlined technology which help people actually purchase the product easily right so 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 that is how basically then i realized that uh, then this is the looks like a pain i basically done the lot of market research connected with a lot of likely minded people understand that business is really facing this problem then i thought that uh, let's basically do some more deep diving understand the people's problem and we have done the deep survey across basically the australia as well as couple of places in the europe and us and also in india then we realized that this is the pain which people are really facing but only thing is that they don't know exact solution how to resolve this issue easily and then we realized that this looks like a gap which we can bridge it and that is how shopify is born with the clear intention or the clear basically vision to help the small indian manufacturer to scale up showcase and sell their product globally with ease as if they are selling their product in local market that is our clear vision 
So, sir, what were the um, challenges that you faced when Shopify was in the initial phase? Yeah, uh, see, uh, since our inception, we faced a lot of challenges. Every day, almost every day, we face challenge. Today also, we face uh, a lot of challenge in terms of technology. But most challenge, I would say, uh, being a startup, which we face, is that technology constraint. Because when we are mapping a global business requirement with the basically the technology, then we need to understand that India itself is having different problem statement. We have the different processes in place, but however, we have to meet the global standards. then when we are basically working to map the global standards global requirement with the technology by resolving the india's problem then when we have to work on the three dimension then it becomes very difficult to translate into the technology and that is how basically we face a lot of issue to make this lot of standardization because our always focus is customer is customer centric so we want to give the better customer experience for the people so that people should love it actually right while doing uh, doing something that they should feel that okay we have done something better way with easy way right so but but, but to make it very easy you have to put lot of efforts lot of lot of efforts so that basically efforts we took it to translate the business requirements global demands and uh, to map into the india requirement into technology and now we basically build our base product but we are still evolving but i would say to translate the basically business requirements especially the global standard in terms of technology was the biggest challenge for us initial days so so i read that shopify shopify um, provides um, um holistic and unique b2b solution so so holistic may what all do you include yeah so basically holistic name itself is saying that it's basically 360 degree view to provide the full support so basically what happened that in india uh, or in the global so 80% of the b2b e-commerce marketplace are the listing platforms they only do the listing and the marketing of any company okay and 20% are actually full fill actually help to sell it okay but they don't do the marketing of that product they don't do the branding right? then we saw that the 80% are doing marketing and listing 20% are doing the fulfillment and sale but none of the companies basically helping the companies small companies to reach global they should have the both solution marketing branding as well as sale that is how we can build any brand globally right but i i saw that both the things both the dots has to be basically connected then only it can become a holistic solution to actually solve the problem because here we just don't want to sell the indian product but we want to brand the indian products okay we want to establish the indian brands globally so that people should know that this is the indian brands okay and that they love it not only basically we want to sell it and that was the intention to create a holistic platform to basically not only create the brand but also helping in the actual sale so i'm sure uh, many um, enterprise uh, would like they contact you on a daily basis how do you select if this is the right enterprise for us to work with are there certain parameters that you you have adopted uh yeah definitely so so basically before coming to that uh, different parameters or the uh, important aspect while developing the uh, product uh, for the market fit first of all definitely we have to do the deep diving understand the people's problems and we need to first of all understand that are we re- really developing something which really solving the people's problem right so this is basically i would say it's not one time it's a continuous process but the in initial days it was very very important for us to understand really what was the people's pain 
then we have done the deep diving market analysis and then we reach out to the people local people global people from the different demographic from different ages and we understand and we basically took their basically preferences in terms of purchasing any product especially cross border product because when i'm outside the india so there is mindset is completely different people don't know what basically who is selling who is that indian company why i should trust it what will happen if i will purchase if that item will not come what will happen if that item will come but it will come in the different shape and size but i want something who will protect my interest okay so 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 basically we have to think from the our international buyer perspective but at the same time we have to think from our seller perspective because we also want to make sure that our india's manufacturers interest also should be protected so we also want to make sure that it should not happen that our manufacturers send the item but they, they did not get the money and how basically people will get the confidence so we should have some basically quality type of reports or inspections or the transparency so that cross border buyer will get the lot of confidence that okay they can purchase with peace of mind so by taking the basically lot of actual problem statement understanding we basically translated it into the actual business case and requirement and that is how we build the product so this product is basically directly mapped to the actual people's real life problems which they are really facing when they are purchasing any product cross border internationally so just a follow up question regarding the chinese monopoly we're talking about how uh, many years do you think how many years or um, time span do you think uh, indian uh, msme sector will take to not eradicate not completely eliminate but to minimize the imports from china and work independently yeah so i think it is basically already started so uh, even though india's government is also encouraging a lot to the india's small and medium enterprises to to become independent so they are they are doing a lot of rebates subsidies they are, they, they are helping they are also educating the people okay uh, since 5 uh, years i can see the drastic change in the indian uh, Uh, startup as a, as well as the uh, medium and small uh, ecosystem where basically the lot of improvement lot of maturity i can see the clear basically indication is that 5 years back uh, basically ease of doing a business of india's world ranking was 131 now india's world ranking is 24 you can see the drastic improvement in ease of doing the business so we have improved a lot actually which is clearly showing us in terms of world ranking so and i think that is definitely help us to improve further and to become independent as a enterprise so sir what is the what are the what is the one thing or the few things that you think is lacking in indian businesses today which is acting as a deterrent for them yeah sure so i think uh, uh, the uh, major thing which i can think is think uh, thing is that uh, in, in indian products are definitely awesome very great product only thing is that we have to basically showcase brand it and there should be easy way for the global reach it is very important rather than basically showing something it's most important it is reaching actually then only people will understand but for that people has to taste it how the products are there right so so uh, i would say major major constant at the moment is a streamlined technology platform who is actually helping indian small and medium enterprises to reach their product globally and build the confidence with the international buyer so that they can purchase any goods from india with the peace of mind and that platform i can see there is a huge gap in this segment 
which has to be improved and that will definitely help for mainly to improve our basically the country's gdp economy as a whole and to establish the indian brands globally successfully with the for uh, robust and scalable model for many years to come sir um, you um, can you explain to the listeners in few sentences or in a line what is a solution architect was i read that Uh, okay so okay so solution architect is considered to be one of the senior technology position in the software industry who actually who actually basically decide or give the guidance to any software company that which technology we should use to build any software to meet particular business requirement so that is basically the solution architect who basically decide how to design and what technology should use So, sir, were you also working in a corporate or a firm before this, or Shopify is is uh, the thing you started with and you're still at it? Uh, no, not really. So, I started basically uh, career in the uh, uh, as a uh, as a research fellow in the defense research organization, and from from there, basically, I got the opportunity to work for the world's biggest software companies such as IBM, Oracle, and many more. so uh, and, and there basically i got a lot of basically exposure learnings and and, and I, i would say this entrepreneurship journey is accumulation of all these experiences which i have gained over the period of time uh, which i have learned from this all this big global it organization so sir, uh, talking about again you know, hopping on to entrepreneurship i feel everyone when when we are starting so we have this fear of failure how do you overcome that fear yeah so so being an entrepreneur there is always basically fear in your mind there will be 100 reason to make you down but we have to be very resilient very strong and for me i think basically uh, what i will i do generally in my entrepreneurship journey because the failures is a part of journey i would say but to overcome it i think that for me i do generally 10 minutes of mindfulness in the morning which will make me resilient and focus on what i'm thinking and to face the problem for the failure so what would be your message to the uh, struggling owner struggling um, businesses and their owners and all the entrepreneurs who are um, willing to create an impact but is but are like aren't able to perform to their fullest in times like these yeah i know that current situation is definitely difficult this is like for many years such situation come Uh, it's not only the india whole globe is basically facing suffering the problem uh, and i think this is the time which is called as a testing time we should be have a great patience focus on things try to focus more on your product to make it more market fit okay this time will definitely go because always in the globe if you can see big and successful companies only born during the difficult time so the time will definitely come only we have to be have a patience just focus on adding the value money is a sub product it will definitely come so so just follow your basically dream follow your passion okay things will basically resolve and we will be there very soon that's what the message i would like to give to my all my fellow entrepreneurs friends. so sir um, just to uh, sum it up um, i would like i just stated the first anniversary of shopwise so in this one year can you summarize the impact you've created 
Uh, yeah, definitely. So, so in this one year was quite challenging, quite uh, uh, quite difficult times. But uh, and this uh, global pan- pandemic has added another level to our one more challenges. But we are still successfully selling through. Uh, but uh, uh, the, uh, the at the moment, Shopify's within a year itself, basically, we uh, we reach about more than one thousand uh, small and medium enterprises are connected with the Shopify's. So our at the moment presence is about in eighteen different state. Consumers are using it. Twelve different state. Our manufacturers are connected. We ha- we have the now global presence. We are already exporting the product in two state in US. one state in australia that is basically victoria and one prominence in belgium so we are growing every day and this current situation is basically is a testing time for us here we are basically checking our all the dots and making sure that uh, this time even though in future will come we will still sell through right so sir talking about this again the tough time how do you think um, we can adapt and Still make a considerable amount of uh, growth in the time. Okay. So, so uh, I would say, see, this is definitely a tough time. So, so to utilize this uh, time in the in the better way, I would say just focus on basically what we are doing. Try to try to make it more refined. Try to add the value. Try to make your product, whatever you are building, more better than yesterday. to make sure that it is more fit for the future so that when the situation will come up because this is not a permanent situation we have to come out of the situation this is just temporary situation but we have to ready for the future to embrace it and for that i think let's focus on your product what you are doing just keep your basically passion going okay believe in yourself and definitely you will be there thank you so much sir that was a lovely message i i'm sure you are you are able to add the value to the lives of the listeners and all the entrepreneurs who are struggling out there and trying to make an impact thank you so much thanks for having me here sir